All right, Chris, here we go. It's time for another episode right at the Fork Soundbite Edition. Yeah, we, we you know, for a long time, our soundbites were Gary the Foodie yeah. monthly updates, and we're kind of, Gary's going to join us once in a while, and we're going to have, gives us an opportunity to have really special guests now yeah. that were harder to fit in. Although we had Brooke Jackson Glidden on with us recently to do her Welcome to Eater right. episode. And uh, but we thought it's summertime, and why not have her back to talk about? Because she's not actually didn't move here; she moved here from Salem. That's right. And, yeah. And why not have Brooke back to talk about her favorite spots around the state now that it's summertime and people are going to be traveling, traveling more? No, it's important. And so, um, so tap in because you eat a little bit, right? Once in a while. <laughs> Every once in a while. You've no. been known to. <laughs> yes, in the past. No, I, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. I actually have been traveling a little bit um, around the state since I started. I love being in Portland, but I got those weekends and I like to use them. So, so it's been fun. You're, with your charge at Eater, are you, is it, the, the, uh, is the mission strictly Portland based or are you okay with going outside the state? You know, we try to keep it I mean, pretty the city, focused. The city. Yeah. So, you know, mainly if I'm doing stuff for work, I'm sticking to the Portland area. We might, you know, people like to go to the beach. We just did a, a beach map over at um, Cannon Beach. Right. But, you know, really we want to keep it to Portland. Um, but I am from Eugene. I worked in Salem. So I love traveling and try to keep them saved for next time we do like a road trip week or something outside of uh, Portland every few months or so. And I love that you're bringing to us the favor of recommendations for places like Salem and Eugene. I get asked all the time for a lot of places, but when those come up, I don't really have good answers. Yeah. So you're going to provide the best possible spots. I'm going to I'm going to stick in a few um, recommendations when we get along the coast and so forth and some of my favorites as long as we have this podcast. I think I can add a few nice ones. So but to to the point of asking uh, about Portland and then outside of Portland, I'm going to start because I don't know if we're going to get to actual Tillamook County that much, but I'm going to start because there was, I just this weekend went to what I thought was one of the best food events I've ever been to. And it was simple. It was Maylene from Olympia Oyster Bar went out to Nevor Shellfish Farms in Tillamook, which is actually kind of neat tarts, I think. I don't know. It's got a weird address thing going on there. Uh, but she served her a lot of her best dishes in this beautiful environment, you know, outside. And, um, I mean, I had her poblano oysters, and I had... I'm not a big Dungeness crab fan, but when you add that Aleppo butter that she has with it, um, and I, it made me a Dungeness crab fan... I can't believe you're saying you're not a Dungeness crab fan. That's it's so takes so long to eat. It's just I don't have the patience for it. Give me some <laughs> lobster that I can pull the tail right out and the yeah, claw meat. Yeah, I get that. I'm I'm much more into that. But on a day like it was Saturday when I had all day, I didn't care. It was nice. I had some nice, some wonderful local beer. Some Pono brew, Pono Brewing was there, and uh, it was really nice. So I suggest. She's doing that every other weekend throughout the summer, a pop-up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it's Friday also. So just go to Olympia Oyster Bar and check that out. That would be my first recommendation, and I don't mean to go first. Ladies no, first. go ahead. But um, that was- un- A little late yeah, to apologize. A little late to- yeah. Well, I'm always apologizing, so I'm- uh, you know, Par for the course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, that is uh, something I would highly recommend someone do because it's really- it's, it's a little blend of Portland and the coast, so- 
You know, that's great, actually. I love it when you get a little bit of the taste of, of Portland or, you know, um, anything from, you know, those sort of partnerships, especially on the coast, because everyone wants to go to the coast and knowing that you're going to get something really great while you're there is, is amazing. Um, I So my mother is from Newport, which is my go-to. We have a house mm-hmm. in South Beach and I'm oh, out nice. there all the time. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I know a few of those spots. Sorella is like a must visit anytime I'm right. on the coast um, for Italian food. Really, really great um, pastas. I, I've had a few issues with service there. That would be the only thing for me. But I'm, you know, I gotta go. Oh, you're I have on to the hit review it. side here. You're <laughs> just being a critical. little bit, just a little. Well, I don't know if Justin Wills listens. Justin and Stormy listen to this, but we'll encourage them because. You love Sorella. That's the bottom line. That's it. Yeah. This is not a Willamette Week headline where you you pick out the (laughs) negative and go with that and then write a positive review. Yeah. No, I honestly, I I really love it over there. I think that, you know, it's you think, oh, I have to get a bunch of seafood when I'm on the coast. But, you know, it's it's in Nye Beach, really sort of a beautiful area. If you're spending the day over there, you can go shopping, you can walk along the beach and you can end there. Great cocktails. Really lovely pasta dishes, and they have a cool Sunday special. I I believe it's a three course for some ridiculously low price. And but. then they have a pizza special, I think, on Thursday nights too. Oh yeah. So look at the look for those, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. You can get out there. But if you've not been to Nye Beach, and I hadn't been until mm-hmm. I was at Sorella, yeah. it's a really cool little area. It's adorable, um, yeah. actually. Yeah, I think right across the street ish, I would say, um, there is a really cool little. A breakfast spot called mm-hmm. Stephanie's. It's kind of the local hangout. Um, I really love it over there. And then um, if you go a little bit farther up, there's uh, Cafe Mundo, which does, I think they were originally somewhere else or maybe they, oh, you might see them at the Oregon Country Fair, but they do sort I of- I won't. <laughs> you probably, you're not going to head down there? <laughs> no. No, you're going to skip it. Um, but kind of cool live music. It's a nice, weird, kind of funky place to sit outside. Um and I kind of like hitting there for, you know, a beer. They have a cool little cobbler they do in the summers for dessert. I, it's usually where I end my night. All right. Yeah. So are you still going with Newport? I have a few more in Newport. And then Just I Just cue me, can... right? But if you're, yeah, sure. If you're going to do one that I, a few that I would recommend, then I'll let you do them. But if you don't, yeah. I'll get to them. Tell you what, I have two left. And then you can, you can jump in. And I'm sure I missed something important. But... Um, I always go to local ocean seafoods and get a That's cup. One. Yeah, their Dungeness crab parmesan soup. It's I'm obsessed with it. It's like super garlicky. They must put like a whole head of garlic in there roasted. It's delicious. Um, and I I never eat clam chowder anymore. I'm, that's all I want to eat if I'm on the coast. Right. And, and do you sit at the the uh, chef's counter there? There are four seats. Yeah. If if I can, um, I like it there. I they have the upstairs. It, it gets so busy over there that they have that upstairs space. But I'm really partial to the downstairs oh, when they absolutely. lift up the garage seats. And you're right on the bayfront, so it's really kind of lovely. And the seafood sourcing there is incredible. They have a great uh, sourcing. You can see how they caught it, where they caught it, and I, I can't remember the name of the woman that's doing their sourcing, but she refers to herself as a, I think, a seafood goddess, and I think that's probably fair. Um, yeah, everything there is practically jumping out of the bay, off the right. boats, right in, right under your plate. So, mm-hmm. um, and the chef there is Enrique, mm-hmm. who's one of the coolest guys. So I, I had a couple of years there where I was hanging around there a lot. I haven't been there in a while, but it's certainly one of the it's one of the gems of Oregon. I'm, I, there are probably ten. One day I'd like to do that. The ten places in Oregon you have to visit, yeah. and that to me is one. 
Yeah, it's I, it's really kind of a legendary spot. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. One more. Um, I'm gonna have for you, except my face just completely. You want uh, me to fill my in? My yeah, in fill while you fill me it? in while I'm trying to remember. Uh, is it's it's not oh. South Beach Fish Market? It is. Oh, okay. Well, yes, because I'm, right. I'm my fa- house is in South Beach, so we're always that's there. What it's I was about yeah. You can't miss it. You so can't miss it. You do your little <laughs> spiel on it, and I'll chime in. So it's it's pretty much just a seafood counter. You know, you're you walk in there very very casually. You have those big steamer buckets outside for people who want to do crabs right there. Um, but when I'm there, it's a must hit for both uh, fish and chips, but also they do salmon candy there. So it's like smoked salmon, just a little sweet. It's incredibly good. And I usually will get myself a little cup of that. And while I wait for my fish snack on that, it's unbelievable. A must hit for me. There you go. So I order and I and I will do day trips there. I used to do them from Portland and now I'm doing them from Manzanita. Just destination, South Beach Fish Market, yep. get some fish and chips with my dogs outside and head back. But the, but I order the captain's platter mm. and ask him to throw down two more salmon as long as I'm driving that far. Right. Yeah. You got to do it. So um, and everything there, it's lightly, it's, it's lightly battered, really light. It's just delicately battered. Doesn't look like a place that's anything yeah, near the right. word delicate. Yeah. But um, everything is just, I've never had it be bad. And so with yeah. the captain's platter, you get halibut, two halibut, two oysters, two um, scallops, two... Uh, you get a prawn on that plate? Oh, two of the best prawns you've ever yeah. had there. And they're obviously they're not local, but oh my God, they're great. Everything mm-hmm. else is local. And then throw down the two salmon. They change their fries to crinkle fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. From crinkle fries to the new kind of funky stuff. So they're good. And uh, it's definitely one of my favorite places. And and that captain's platter with an extra two pieces of salmon is less than 20 bucks. Which, you know, you can't beat that. And also, that's kind of the experience you want to have there, right? You, you want to be able to sit out on a porch and eat a big pile of fried fish, right? right? That's the quintessential experience. Right. And you can't miss it because you go over the bridge south yeah. of Newport and you look on your right and they have everything is in triplicate. The <laughs> yeah. Clams, crab, oyster, shrimp, whatever you want, tuna, the whole thing. Big Look out for the giant crab. I think they have like a big image of a crab. On the side of the... Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Or you or me. Look out for us. We yeah, might we'll be, be there. there. We'll be out there. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay. Where are we going now? Well, I think we should probably head in toward um, Salem. It's an easy drive right through. You're busting through wine country. Right. Um, so if you're over in that area, um, I would say Chicha Brewing is my favorite place in Salem. I, I have such a place in my heart for it. Um, How do you spell that? X I. Ooh, X-I-C-H-A. Oh, Might so have another X-I. I thought it was a little bit like Chico in Portland. It's, um, yeah, it's X-I-C-H-A. Um, it's a brewery, but the chef there, he also owns Pura Vida in McMinnville, which wine country people might know. Really great Latin American food. I think that uh, his mother was a, owned a taqueria, and he's worked, he staged at Andina. Um, he worked for another good Salem restaurant, um, a not a Taula, that's here, um, Andalus. And it's really kind of a lovely spot. It's a, it's really beautiful and colorful in there. They have some good beers. And I love uh, their ceviche specials when they do those, their empanadas. Um, and the last time I was there, they have a ridiculous, like a very indulgent queso fundido that I 
dream about. It's super, super delicious. So that's definitely a hit. Um, and it's on in West Salem. So in if you're coming from wine country or um, from the coast, you'll pass right through it. So okay. it's great. Um, Roger That Barbecue, also in West Salem. Roger That. Roger That Barbecue. That's your barbecue court. That's your, you say Roger That a lot. Copy that. Yeah, you've already, I do. Been, you've already been on it, but I've you tried, haven't gone I'm, for the barbecue. Nope, I try to mix in the copy that, because <laughs> the Roger That becomes I think you're so a, late, a latent policeman. You never got, you never got there. 10-4. There you go. Now you can open little restaurants with all those names. Yes. Whole brand. <laughs> Different variations. Now that's good. <laughs> Love it. Um, so Roger That, 18-hour brisket. They have people babysit the smokers for it. It's unreal very very simple texas style barbecue but that brisket oh i dream about it it's so incredibly marbled it's great is it better than the the portland the top talking about mats mats and i'm gonna say padnas and yeah personally i'd throw it between mats and padnas i think okay. mats is a little better pretty hard to beat mats but yeah it's pretty delicious well, i really like I it. i think a lot of people would think that's worth the drive to go down there just for that, for that barbecue, there are people yeah. who would make that at salem isn't far just to go down yeah, and have the barbecue. Easy. oh mexican food in salem is also totally worth the drive um there are a few trucks that i frequent went down there um but there's a little stand it's kind of the uh farm workers spot you know opens about four o'clock opens stays till midnight that's, right on silverton road that's the good stuff yeah homemade tortillas you're watching people make tortillas right there and they have a crazy salsa bar really great salsas and super super delicious um uh their intestine tacos their um chicharron their Ooh, what else do I get there? I get their carnitas. Really all great. Did you mention the name yet? Just oh, in case you didn't. Uh, La Carreta de Mi Tierra. There you go. Yeah, very great. Um, and farther south, Dahlia's Taqueria. Um, kind of, it's just really how homemade tortillas, the um, woman who runs it, she used to work in a cannery for years and would make meals for the people that she worked with. Wake up at 6 a.m. to make salsas. Oh my God, those salsas are so delicious. So I would say Dahlia's, I always end up getting a taco or two when I'm down there. Do you go both places? Are you that type I, of person? I kind of pick one. Like one in yeah. a row? I mean, uh, do a little crawl? I, w- I have done plenty of crawls uh, food-wise down there and taco-wise, but I usually pick one of the two because there's so much to hit, you know, when I'm down there. Acme Cafe for breakfast, homemade breads, homemade biscuits, unbelievable, like, custard-based ice creams. Um, the couple that owns it both had two sort of higher-end uh, restaurants, and now that's kind of their main space, very Americana style diner. I love stopping there for breakfast, especially if I'm driving down to Eugene, where my family is. Was that a fun segue? Did that work? That was per. You're, I you're good at this. So, yeah. You know, I bet you you could write. <laughs> You'd be a good writer. You know, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Eugene, I'm obsessed with this place that's closed, but it's going to reopen okay. in a bigger space. It's called uh, Mame. It's, how far out is it going to reopen? Um, it's kind of unclear, unfortunately. Okay. The uh, owner sounds like he has some family stuff. Had to go back and, and uh, deal with that. But it sounds like he's planning to reopen in a larger space. He, right now, it's like got to be 15 seats. It's tiny. Sushi. Unbelievable sushi. Oh, that's nice to find sushi outside of Portland because oh, yeah. it's hard. There's one place in Brookings that I know. And really? I don't remember the name. Yeah, it was, mm. it was really good. Huh. But go ahead. But this place, amazing. Really, really great food. And if you grab a spot at the chef's counter... He'll be giving you end pieces as he's cooking, you know, or as he's making sushi all day. So that's the place to be, is to sit at that chef's counter and have him fling pieces of fish at you. I mean, that's That's how I fell in love with the Portland food scene, is chefs flinging me food. (laughs) That was it. I was like, I've never had this before. This is great. Honestly, I don't know why people don't sit at chef's counters. That's the place to be. I think they, don't they? 
Well, people do. Yeah, I think I I have one of those parents who, you know, is is just now warming up to chef's counters, but will not wants to be completely private. You know, won't do a communal table, won't do a chef's counter, wants to be at her own table, preferably outside. Yeah, from other it's, it's, I guess it depends on the yeah. scenario. I have, yeah, I have a friend coming up visiting, and, and she asked about uh, going somewhere for sushi, and I said, I don't want to go there with you. I don't, I don't want to be... I, I don't want the conversation necessarily to be with the chef. Let's let's yeah. enjoy this ourselves. So it depends on the situation. That's probably a good point, yeah. Right, so go ahead. I'm looking up the sushi place. The sushi place in Brookings? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so... And, other Eugene stuff. I know there are probably some vegans out there that are looking for stuff. Uh, Cornbread Cafe in Eugene is a go-to. It's, you know, in terms of vegan food, Eugene kind of has a pretty good handle on vegan food. There are so many vegans there. Um, but Cornbread higher Cafe. Per, higher percentage than Portland, you would that'd say. Be my, that'd yeah, be my guess. Yeah. Okay. As someone who grew up there, it's it's so many hippies. You know, you have a lot of really politically active and, you know, animal cruelty-free-minded people who are really into that stuff. Um, I can't imagine a life without cheese, but, you know, if I had to ha- live without cheese, um, Cornbread Cafe is where I'd go. I would get their chicken fried tempeh with mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. They do a jalapeno uh, cornbread muffin. It's to die for. It's super delicious. I don't know how they make that gravy, but it's actually pretty incredible. I Does it beat a meat gravy? That's really hard for me to say, but pretty delicious. We'll have to get there. Yeah. And try that. Yes. So is um do you consider Eugene a good food city? A great a good, great, decent, okay? Good. Good. I, I would not call it great. I think it's coming up. I think Eugene is going to be somewhere pretty cool in a few years. I think there are a few spots that I was like, oh dang, you know, and I would say that uh Mame is one. Um Isakaya Meiji company has a great whiskey list. They they I think they have over a hundred bottles. It's really kind of impressive to be able to go there and get a really good uh, bourbon ginger, um, sit out at the bar, sit outside. You're in the Whitaker neighborhood. It's kind of fun. Um, and there is a new Peruvian place where you can get alpaca, which is kind of interesting. So it's, you know, it's moving its way up. Um, yeah. Any place where you can get alpaca, it's on its way. <laughs> it's, making, it's making moves. Um, but it's it's interesting to to dine down there and, and see that things are kind of moving and changing. I think the beer scene there is really kind of um, helping that process move. So good. I'm yeah. wondering if that was your segue to bend. You know, it wasn't intended to be, but it works, right? <laughs> yeah. so. if, you, if you're, if in fact you're done with Eugene. Oh yeah, I think so. Okay. So of course, everyone has eight million breweries that they like in um, in Bend. So I'm actually going to avoid breweries just because I feel like everyone has. They you, can find that know. list. Yeah, yeah, that's a list anyone can find. But in terms of food, when I'm there. Um, I always end up getting a couple of loaves of bread from the Village Baker. I really love the Village Baker. I think they have um, a really kind of sweet, uh, very, you know, storefronty kind of space. But it's a cool spot to get a morning pastry, some coffee, really good loaf of bread for whatever cheese or whatever you're going to eat. You know, après ski or um, in the summers, I don't know, après raft after a hike. Who knows? Um, But it's really delicious. It's usually where I have to start my day. Um, I love have to. The word, yeah. When it comes to food, need, have to, those are all important words. Yeah. And it's it's funny because some people go, well, you, you know, do you have to eat like that all the time? <laughs> well, yes, actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, I always end up going there. I go to Spork if I can. Lines can be crazy at Spork. 
Um, but Spork is this, it's sort of a global inspired restaurant and they make a pozole that I love. I think I've been there. Yeah. It's kind of colorful inside, uh, kind of an eclectic atmosphere, but it's, they've got some really knockout pozole. I think I went there when it first opened. So now yeah. it's packed. That's yeah. Now it's, know. now it's like, I remember I popped over there once. There was a line that wrapped around the entire restaurant and out the door. And I'm like, I don't know wow. if I can do that. That's yeah, Portland. No, no. I, can't, you know? I don't do lines anymore. I'm just, yeah. there's too many good options yeah. to, to do that. But good for the good. Good for them, it. right? Yes, good for them. Right. Um, so I end up going there. Uh, it's a family tradition for Christmas. We always go to Bend for Christmas and we get blackened catfish at Zydeco. Ding, another is that one, one of mine. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, good. Now I don't have to remember anything because all I remember is that I just loved it when I was yeah. there. Yeah, so, good. I love it there. I think that black and catfish is delicious. They do one of those, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting the actual place where they founded this dish, but one of those sort of Cajun style pastas. That's pretty tasty there. Um, and I know that we often start with a Caesar. I know kind of it's like one of those things you get with your parents. Right. But it's it's a really good Stop. garlicky. Stop that. <laughs> Come on, it's a Caesar salad. Don't give it a bad rap. Okay, we all love Caesar salads. Yes. This is a nice garlicky Caesar right. salad. And the croutons, uh, the croutons have to be fantastic. Yep. There, so. Yeah, they're really great. Um, right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupans on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove, and at Zupans.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Hospitality Group. Owned by the Peterson family for nearly 75 years, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape. And Ringside Fish House, in the heart of downtown, boasts the freshest seafood and an exceptional wine list. Both serve the world-famous onion rings that James Beard claimed to be the best he's ever had. Visit ringsidesteakhouse.com and ringsidefishhouse.com and make a reservation today. Join Right at the Fork host Chris Angelus for once-in-a-lifetime trips this fall to eat and sip your way through Sicily, Mexico City, and PFA's famous trip with Italo chef Jose Chesa to Barcelona. See the exciting itineraries at portlandfoodadventures.com and find Chris's contact information there too. If you love food and travel, these trips are for you. And make sure to check in on local PFA events. And by San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, sparkling water with extraordinary Italian heritage is a refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its founding in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand synonymous with style. Ooh, and to finish it off, um, there is Five Fusion in Bend, which... Five? The number five? The number five Fusion. Okay. Um, Joe Kim, he's a semifinalist at the James Beards. He runs that spot. Um, and, oh my gosh, you know, it's it's one of those fun places where you can get, like, Salmon with like miso foam, butter, sort of that kind of thing. And also just really good nigiri. Um, so I love to go there. I think they have a really good list of Japanese whiskey, if I recall. And it's it's kind of a lovely little spot to find in, in the middle of Bend. It feels very different from a lot of the other restaurants there. So I really end up liking to go there at least once. You've just stimulated me to think about going to Bend for the first time in about five years. I haven't been in a while. This is kind of a... a 
you know, nerdy little thing to say, but our traffic for for bend related coverage has been really high. People seem to want to go out there right now. So, is that would that be the most popular outside of Portland uh, as far as clicks right now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I expected more for the coast, but it seems like people are going to bend right now. It's well, beautiful there, out there. There aren't a ton of you know as. Given that it's a 360 mile long coast, <laughs> there aren't a, there aren't a lot of great options. Is this a good segue for me to throw yeah. a couple in? Should yeah, I? let's do it. Are you done with Ben? Yeah, go to town. So, um, yeah, I was going to start with, and I'm I'm going to highly recommend this Salmonberry Saloon, which opened a few months ago, um, and just this last week brought out Chef Mike Aldridge uh, from Headwaters, and he'd been oh. an Imperial, and the guy's got chops. And they're just starting to alter the menu. I had some scallops the other night that were incredible. And, but the thing about sa- the great thing, other than great food at Salmonberry, I personally think the name Saloon is kind of misleading for mm. this place, especially where it's gone now with New Chef. Um, but there is no view. There is no better view. Relaxing, cool mm. view. I mean, yes, there's Restaurant Beck. You know, mm-hmm. view of Well Cove on the coast. But here you can sit on Nihalem Bay outside on a, on a nice, beautiful day. I got to tell you, there's nothing more relaxing and beautiful than going out there. In Wheeler, by the way, for those mm-hmm. folks who don't know, and I didn't say. So it's a quick shot from Manzanita, Rockaway Beach, either way. But uh, yeah. Salmon Bear Saloon. So we were talking about the coast. Oh, the place in Brookings, which is only three, 400, 300 miles or something. Yeah, 300 miles away, is Pacific Sushi and Grill. Which I just was great, and I remember that experience where I was sitting alone. That's mm-hmm. one of the nice things about dining alone. You go to chefs' counters and bars, and you have some ra- nice mm-hmm. interactions. But he kept throwing me this and try this, try that, and it was uh, I was on my way to um, down to California. It was fantastic. So I think we've covered all my coastal recommendations outside of Astoria that I might make, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, were you going to do Astoria? We're not talking Astoria. We're not talking Astoria. I wish I'd prepared for Astoria. Then, I don't no, have it in the back. We did Astoria, didn't we? We have a podcast. I believe so, a yeah. A soundbite where, yeah, I, where, where we did, did uh, North, Northern Coast. Right. I'm just going to add Carruthers there for a nice lunch. There you go. That's all. Carruthers Perfect. into that. And other than that, there people know a lot of the ba- the great places there. Mm-hmm. But How about farther north, we go head in the direction of the river? Follow yes. the river in? Great. Um, so, you know, it's, it's such a nostalgic spot, but I, I really do love Tad's chicken and dumplings. If I'm, if I'm out there. Oh, that's a long way. You're going past Portland. I thought you were going to give us something around St. Helens. Uh, That's okay. I'm afraid not. I'm, I'm going to move us in the direction of farther east. Right. How about that? Yes. Tad's chicken and dumplings. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. It's such a nostalgic spot and you, you sit out and you have that incredible view of the river. It's just such a lovely little space to end a day out there. And it's old school. I really like yeah, old right? school kind of places, traditional. And the chicken and dumplings are great. Yeah. And I don't know the if you... The monster of a meal. You can easily share it. Right. Did you... Have you noticed the clocks there? No. They're all uh, stopped at 4.20 in the afternoon. You can go figure no. that one out yourself. At least a, as a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't know if they've revised that. But every clock in the place is stopped at 420. Wow. That's a 1940s spot, yeah? Yeah, I think. Wow. I'm guessing. Yeah, you could just see the old cars going by there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it fits right on in. Um, Well, I have another thing that's not yet open, but I'm really excited about. And that is uh, Sugar Pine Drive-In, which is going to open 
Yeah, over I'm on the Sandy. you brought that up. Who yeah. better than you to yeah, know what's right? about to come? Yeah, very excited about this one. It's going to be Beast and Expatriate alums opening it. It's going to be such a great spot right on the banks of the Sandy. Going to be really, really kind of a cool spot for ice creams and sandwiches. I'm really excited about that. When I want to say Troutdale. Um, it, yeah, we have is... July. That was that was the opening that we had in our story, but, um, you know. Well, it's the, one of those you're things. You're the definitive source, but it's not far from, as I understand, from Tad's Chicken and Dumpling. No, it's not. Yeah, so. How we do both. There for lunch, Tad's for dinner. Right, maybe right? a little tubing. Yeah. I used to take my dog out to the Thousand Acres. Yeah, I love it out there. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I haven't been since I had a couple of run-ins with pit bulls. Oh. Not good ones either, mm. so. No, just no. stopped. Well, plus it's kind of hard to get to from Manzanita. Yeah, I bet. So, um, how about a little bit farther keep out? Keep going. Keep yeah. going. I got one out there. Let's see if we got a, okay. another uh, another match. Okay. For Hood River, um, I want to say Freem. It's pretty hard to skip Freem for a good beer. Um, and also Broder Oast for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, good, good point. Yeah. You know, it, it's. I know if, if you're feeling like, oh, I don't want to have that while I'm out there, I just feel like it's really a different spot. It feels pretty different from the local Broders. And it's. It's still really fun. It's you still got that lovely Scandinavian flair. It's delicious. Well, besides Broder is just awesome anyway. So yeah. even if it was the exact same as Br- Bro- Broder Nord or Broder mm-hmm. Soder, yeah, is that what it is? Soder, Soder down Southwest. Yeah. Have you been to that one, by the way? No, I always go to Nord. It's close to me. Yeah, the one Southwest is really beautiful in the Ooh. Scandinavian Center down there. Oh, interesting. It's really cool. So yeah, no good, good suggestion. I haven't been to that one yet, and I'm, I got to get up there yeah. sometime. You just done with Hood keep River? going. I was going to say one of my favorite things to do on a day where, hey, it's a nice day and mm-hmm. I have time to do this, is to go to Hood River and go to Double Mountain and get a sausage and mushroom and onion pizza with with a beer and just as your destination and just get in the car and come back. You get the beautiful... Really? Yeah. The beautiful You're that good, huh? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. And I would bet it's probably as good in Portland, but... You don't get that experience of driving up the gorge and it's, you know, it's only 50 minutes and uh, stop there. Parking's easy. Jump in. It's a nice atmosphere. I'd say I've probably done that as a little destination drive uh, at least 20 times and as a stop from when I'm coming down the gorge. So, God, that's sounding pretty know, tempting. You didn't know that? No, I haven't oh, been out I'm there. I'm really happy I'm turning you on to it. Yeah, now tell you what, we can trade. I'll, you go to Broder, I'll go to uh, Double Mountain. How about we do that together in one day? We'll just <laughs> go out and have great. a trip and then we'll, we'll make it a point to discover one new thing. Perfect. Sounds so, great. That'll be good. Awesome. Well, I have one more. Um, if we have time, do yeah. we? Great. Okay, so I, for Ashland, because I, you know, I was a theater geek, so I, I love to go out to Ashland. It's also got some great wine, obviously, out there. And really cool nature. Um, so when I'm out there, there is one place that I am really excited about because I went to Indonesia and I'm really in love with Indonesian food. So hard to find. Blue Toba in um, Ashland is one of the only places I've seen that's like a dedicated Indonesian restaurant, brick and mortar. Kind of a hole in the wall, but oh, the rendang is incredible. They got, you know, the classics nasi goreng, which is like a fried rice or mie goreng, which is a fried noodle. But their rendang, it's like a beef stew. You might see it at Malaysian restaurants as well. Unbelievably delicious there. It's it's so good. Such nuance. I mean, it takes... Rendang is, is one of those really highly developed dishes. It has, you know, sometimes around 40 ingredients. Really well spiced. Um, and they have a really lovely one that's hard to forget. So I'm glad you brought Ashland into the, into the mix there. Because yeah. it is a nice city and it's right yeah. on the way. So as long as you're down there... 
it keyed me to think of two things. Mm. You know I'm not the biggest wine person in the world. Mm-hmm. But a few years ago, some friends invited me to go down to Red Lily Winery mm-hmm. in, in the Applegate Valley. Just a beautiful spot, and they've got a nice little restaurant there, too. But it's so beautiful to, mm-hmm. wine, to do some wine tasting. But on the way, I think it's in Jacksonville. It's, a, it's just in the yeah. farm. And the in farm, that area, the way, yeah. There's a little place called Pennington's Bakery, and they have oh. some other nice little foods. Um, I've seen Nick Zukin down there on his, on his <laughs> Twitter. Really? And um, it is one of the really special places. It's like I, it's one of those places you have in your mind where you're just like, I got to get back down there again to go to that place. So they had really delicious empanadas, wonderful jams, a lot of jams. I brought some of that. But, but the empanadas were really special, and Nick raves about those. Um, so I don't know. I didn't want to be the one to end it, but as as a little icing on the cake, if you're going down to Ashland, jump over that way. And tell you what, you stay at the Peerless Hotel and you go there and you have dinner there once in the garden. Really gorgeous. Really. They have some good summer stuff too. I remember a gazpacho there, tomato. I think you may have had lobster in it. Oh, hard to forget. And that's Ashland. That's Ashland. If you're staying down there, Peerless Hotel, really cool, funky hotel. Really good food. Thank you so much. How about much. that? There we go. This was fantastic. This fun, so right? So everybody's got, they have no excuses. The only thing that we didn't cover was like Joseph out that, yeah. uh, you know, the east. Wallawas, you gotta, if I say, if you're going to the Wallawas, you're eating gorp and right. you're it, doing the nature thing there. You're not going for the food, but I'll <laughs> tell you what, if you've never been to the Wallawas, oh yeah, that place is incredible. Oh, gorgeous. And, and uh, the Barking Mad Farm. And then one more place, as long as we're on. Yeah, it, why not? Go up the uh, street. Oh God, thirty-five miles north, and I'm trying to think of it right now. Court will will insert it at some point, maybe. <laughs> uh, but there's a place that has teepees, and I've stayed there a zillion times, and it's just a. It, we're we're now my memories on full display is horrible. Oh, because no. I know I know it really it's well. They've changed owners a couple of times, and that's why I haven't been out there. But I went Rimrock. Couple, Rimrock, thank you. All right, go ahead and insert it. Yeah, go the, ahead <laughs> and cue the Rimrock Inn in outside of Enterprise, thirty-five miles north. Gorgeous drive. You're overlooking the Joseph Canyon. They have beautiful dinner out there. It's not the most highbrow dinner. They keep changing chefs because it's they have to get a resident chef sure. to live there, and they also have teepees. I saw. The most incredible shooting star there one oh, night. Wow. There were people next to me, and everybody just yelled when it <sighs> happened. And my dog saw it, too. I mean, straight up in the in the sky, and he was barking. It split the sky. Much It was like, um, you know, it was like a movie. Wow. Crazy. So thank you so much again. Absolutely. Always fun to be here. I hope we have a lot of, well, many more opportunities for you to come join us and I love that, come yeah. up with some fun stuff. You're great. I really appreciate it. And you're doing a great job. I'm hey, really enjoying, you. I'm really enjoying Eater. Wow. Um, you're really on it. You're so, you're so dynamic and you've got a lot of energy and you can see <laughs> it in your writing. So. Oh, I appreciate that. It really means you a lot. Here, here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. <laughs>